Good morning, campers! Have no fear, happy campers is here. It's a summer camp-themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. We're recording. All right. Hey, happy campers. Hey. <laughs> Sammy's here. Julia's here. And we have a very special guest. Hi, it's Kaden, Allison Kaden, producer of Happy Campers Pod. She never everyone comes is, on the podcast. Yeah, and everyone is extremely delayed, and it is not the internet connection. <laughs> I just think our brains are fully turned off at this point. I think we're tired. Um, yes. Okay, so in this super weird time of COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever you choose to call it, um, we have decided to like keep producing content if we can. Um, yeah. So we uh, a responsible choice. It is, and you know, Zoom is really effective for really this is. kind of communication. So we're just gonna go for it. And um, I was really excited because uh, a few days ago I saw that Netflix released a documentary produced by the Obamas um, called Crip Camp. And obviously, anything with camp in the title is immediately attractive to me. So I told Sammy and Julia that we had to watch it together. Um, and it was phenomenal. But the process of getting us to watch this movie together was really complex. Um, what, was the, what was the platform we used? It's called MetaStream. I don't know how like legal it is. Um, it's sort of like Netflix party. It seems to work a little bit better than Netflix party, but basically it allows you to watch whatever film, TV show at the same time. And then you can also use a chat function that- you Which know, Julia had some trouble with. Yeah, so we, I mean, we had some technical this was my difficulties. First time. It was hard. I was watching you guys enjoy yourself back and forth, and I was like, I'm being silenced. And then I um, pressed the space bar randomly, and the whole chat opened up to me. So halfway through, I found my voice. Yeah, I actually have the chat open in case we want to reference it, but it's mostly like, is Julia here? Is she not here? What's happening? It's like Julia left. Julia's back. Julia left. Julia's back. But Um, having issues. Film, TV content is obviously like so premium right now. And this is really such a special film. Um, Does anyone want to give some background on it? Yeah. Okay. So I hadn't realized this, but I actually knew a little bit about some of the people in the film because there was a drunk history episode about them. And I went back and found it and rewatched it after we watched the movie. Um, But anyway, it's about um, a bunch of kids with disabilities, various disabilities, it seems to like span the gamut of Mm -hmm. whether it's just like you are in a wheelchair, you had cerebral palsy, spina bifida, like developmental delays. There were just like a wide variety of differently abledness. And um, all of these kids went to camp in the 60s. This one camp, what's it called, Cades? Camp Jened. Jened, thank you. Um, and then the camp part was truly amazing. It was yeah. like 
just There's like so many moments from the camp part that I'm just like still so excited about primarily <laughs> like first of all it was the 60s so camp in the 60s to me is like the most perfect utopia I could ever imagine but like everyone's just like making out doing drugs hanging like it seemed very loose and free they were all singing like the best music I mean it was Woodstock time and the camp was based up in um you know the Woodstock area actually so they're all just like on their acoustic guitars smoking joints and like (laughs) it looks amazing it was so good and it was literally just like participate to the best of your ability and if you need help we're gonna help you and if you don't want help that's cool too like everyone was just like super chill and like vibed out yeah there's a someone quoted like we didn't know who was a counselor and who was a camper yeah yeah. i think it was because one they were having a lot of fun but they really weren't trying to like make anything hierarchical it was just sort of like everyone helps each other um the campers were helping other campers to do different activities so it really felt like it was just like a very communal type of camp where everyone put in the effort and there was no you know you're the best or you're the leader in any of it it also felt a lot like kind of a little bit like quaker camp vibes where like (laughs) they all helped like they all helped they had like a cooking activity where they all helped do the cooking and they all helped each other you know if people needed help in the showers or the bathroom, they all, it was just like everybody hands on deck. Um, and the uh, camp director, he was kind of a character. Oh, he was. Yeah. There's Larry. so many Larry. In our chat, we just like scream different people's names. Like Larry <laughs> or Judy. Oh, Judy. Jimmy. So like everyone just had this like really rich, strong persona that it was I felt like they just amalgamated like the best group of people to be part of this camp. Um, But it also, again, I think it was so 60s. Like there were just no rules, no regulations. It seemed like everyone was just like free flowing. Yeah, it was just like very hands off. It was like everyone just kind of hung out. It seemed like it was like very camp in the 60s. Yeah. It Um, also felt like if um, if part of camp that, you know, we focus on a lot is a good camp helps a kid figure out who they are and then be celebrated for it. It felt like that was happening on a lot of different levels with, with a lot of the subjects of the documentary. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And it definitely just hit on all the like major points of camp, like whether it was finding love or, you know, eating your group family meals, or then like the last one of the final scenes of the camp portion of the documentary is when they like are all getting on the bus and everyone's crying. And I'm just like, yeah, they just really like the flow of the camp experience was really, really good. And it was very relatable to what we experienced. Yeah, um, definitely. Which I think was great. I also think it was like amazing that these like parents didn't seem to be super overbearing. They just kind of like sent their kids off to camp and everyone was cool with it. Yeah, it actually gave me some Camp Nowhere vibes, not in a bad way, more <laughs> just like, again, it was a, a free-for-all, but like everyone seemed to be doing really well. And they also had these really beautiful moments of um, connection and discussion where they would talk about some of the things that were affecting them back home, like their parents, you know, sort of hovering over them all the time and needing that care from their parents. I thought those scenes were really great too. And it shows just like, it wasn't just a fun, you know, utopia. There was a seriousness to it too, because it was like a place where they could finally express some of the things that were, difficult for them at home 
And also they were all hooking up. Like they were all like, this is where I don't date anywhere else except for camp. Like this is where I find all my boyfriends or girlfriends. Yeah. It was a good example. I feel like we've uh, throughout the podcast, we've talked to people about some of these camps that serve a, a broader mission or camps where, you know, uh, bereavement camps. And this was kind of seeing it in action where it's like, it's just camp. We have fun. It's awesome. We're all friends. And then there are these kind of points in the day where there's these discussions and you can see how the fact that they're getting closer, just being normal with each other during the day at activities helps them go that much further and open up when it is time to kind of talk about the thing that really unites them. Yeah. So then I think that's like a great way to segue into the fact that after camp, I mean, the camp portion of the documentary is maybe like a quarter to a third of this documentary. And then yeah, like it really a third, digs I'd into say. like the after life of so many of these um, campers and this community that they created at camp and how it existed outside of camp and how they absolutely relied on each other and this bond that they built to really affect change in the world. Um, yeah, they went on to become like the pr preeminent leaders of this of the disabled persons like civil rights movement. Uh, yeah. that like originated in Berkeley, California. Like they literally all just like moved to Berkeley and like established a like communal living environment and like hung out. And then they were like, well, this city is not accessible to us. We want it to be changed. And they did it. They like as eventually got like the national, you know, like the federal law that, um, yeah, the Americans with Disabilities Act. The, yeah, Americans with Disabilities Act that requires like buildings and public places to be accessible to people uh, with wheelchairs and various uh, physical challenges. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's actually the 30th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities <sighs> Act. Oh, wow. Um, so the, the timing was right, the documentary, but it is just incredible to see the power of people coming together and it was not an easy fight. They had sit-ins, they took over um, government buildings, protests. Um, block streets in Manhattan. Yeah, block streets. And then they also, some people went on hunger strike and you know, like this stuff was not easy and they faced a lot of opposition, but the footage of like their fight is, we were all crying. <laughs> yeah, um, the footage oh, throughout the whole stopping. thing was amazing. Uh, and also they um, talked about how when they did the, when they took over the government building and they like stayed there for like weeks on end, they were like, everything we learned at camp about how to take care of each other, we put into action in that sit-in. And that like really stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. um, it was like, ugh, it was so good. Yeah, I think like, yeah. as Julia said, some, a lot of what you talk about on the pod is how camp affects you more after camp really like even if you don't remain super close with your camp friends the things you learn at camp and the ways you learn about interacting with other people um you know everyone we've talked to on happy campers has a story about how camp impacted something they did later on and and this is what the story is really all about is just like how critical camp was for building everyone up into who they are today and really empowering them Ugh, shout out to our girl Judy Human because like Judy she is amazing, phenomenal, so powerful, so phenomenal. inspiring. 
Um, yes. Also, in the Drunk History episode, Ali Stroker played her, and she's the um, Broadway actress who won a Tony for her role in um, Oklahoma when she mm-hmm. when she's in a wheelchair. Um, so that was fun too but like judy man judy was like prominently featured throughout the whole documentary and she is like the smartest most badass woman ever yeah she gave me strong rbg vibes she was like we're changing the law we're doing it yeah she was like glorious dynam rgb she's everyone yeah Yeah. but she was also just like so um she really believed in like equity and she always let everyone else have a say, even if their meetings ran over to like six hours, she was like, everyone's going to speak. Everyone's going to have an opinion. And they showed this amazing scene of Judy being a counselor at camp and giving um, all the campers the option of eating lasagna or like chicken. (laughs) And, and, And it just shows how like, even at that early age as a counselor, she was allowing everyone to what seemed like a basic decision she really wanted to hear everyone's voice in that matter and it carried on way into like her period of fighting for legislation for sure and she I was i think also- we need to get judy on the pod oh, or at I least mean, try love that. so thrilled she she would be an, she'd be a really, really great guest. I think she'd, she'd like talking to us. Guest. So, Judy, gonna, we need you. Judy. We're thinking about that. Okay, we're going to reach out to Judy. We're obsessed, um, Judy. Yeah. Also, wait, something else that I loved about Judy was that she was essentially like relentless in her pursuit of these like laws and rights. I, there was one scene where she was like in a meeting and she was like, great, they passed the law, but they haven't changed shit. So like, what are we going to do to get them to, to make these changes that uh are now required by law yeah um oh god i loved the whole movie i was like just on the edge of tears and by the end i was basically sobbing yeah but it's actually like it's it's a happy sad it is a happy sad for sure so especially in these challenging moments we find ourselves in this is like exactly the kind of film you want to see because while we haven't necessarily faced anything like this before it does really show the power of people coming together for a cause or to do something positive with the world and I think that's what hopefully you know people are seeing in their communities right now is everyone coming together and like I know for us our camp Walden community came together for um you know two campfires via zoom and and that was really powerful there were a lot of tears and like you know i think there's a way that camp also really plays a big part in what's happening at this moment so i think so too and i also think it's it's like what's happening right now has inspired a lot of people to like remain and like get in contact with people that they weren't necessarily in contact with before even like the virtual campfire is a thing that we could be doing year round but like right now we want to connect with our favorite people and so like you know we're doing it and i hope hopefully if any good change comes out of this like incredibly weird and scary time that we're living through it's that like we keep it up definitely mm-hmm. so to do list for our listeners <laughs> get into netflix if watch, anybody knows judy yes watch <laughs> crip camp can you please reach out <laughs> let us know what you think about it we'd love to hear your thoughts like Send us an email. You can, you know, if you have my number, leave me a voicemail and I'll play it on the pod. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we definitely want all opinions on Crip Camp. And then if you have any suggestions of other camp episodes of TV shows or camp movies we should be watching or rewatching, let us know because we have 
time to fill. We have some time. I just found out that the Netflix Angry Birds series will take place at a summer camp. Oh. An animated summer camp. So uh, we've never, we haven't been there. You know what? We're not judgmental. I would watch an animated summer camp. For sure. So would I. So would yeah. I. I just want to live in camp and escape this camp freaking vibes. world. Yeah, right. Um, I watched uh, Heavyweights the first weekend that I was under, that we were social distancing. Mm. Also, um, I know it's not camp, but I rewatched Little Rascals and mm, camp vibes. Camp that's vibes a camp for vibe. sure. Yeah. It has for total sure. camp vibes. The clubhouse is very campy, I feel the like. She man, no man, woman hater club. Yep. Yeah, that's it was it. awesome. <laughs> it's a great movie. Um, all right. Well, we just wanted to like drop in and give you guys this little review and give you a hot tip that you should watch Crip Camp because it's like truly a wonderful movie. Yes. Agree. Agreed. Um, all right. Well, Cades, Julia, hope you guys are staying occupied and healthy. We are. We are. We are. You too. And all our listeners. And all yes. our listeners too. Stay um, safe. We love you guys. Day is done. Gone the sun. We out. Yeah. Bye.